Well, good morning. How about we turn around and say hello to the folks around you? Just kind of wave to them. Tell them good morning. Tell them it's beautiful outside. When we see the Lord face to face, after our earthly pilgrimage is complete, and you and I are standing before the Lord, many things will happen, but on that day, He will look at you, look at me, look at us, and He's going to say to us, look at everything that I've given you. And we'll, we'll, we'll see, without any restrictions, any limitations, every blessing that God gave us on this earth. And then, when we see the Lord, He will also show us all of the blessings that we, we wasted, that we never even saw. He's going to show us all of the things... He wanted to give us, but we just weren't ready to receive. And on that day, when we see him, we will see a small amount of blessings that we received and just an enormous pile of blessings that we just left on the table. And if today... God could tell you how you might stop missing out on those blessings if he could speak to you about how you might have access to more in your life. Would that be worth listening for? Had a long conversation with you yesterday. I was listening to um, just the the struggles of life. I think about the number of us today who, in the quiet of our hearts, deal with a lot within your families. So many of us, I think, deal with just the constant tape of professional or financial obligations and responsibilities. There's people that we love that are struggling. Some of us are struggling. Gosh, sometimes life can be difficult to navigate, whether you are uh, in a season where you just need to know where to go with something or whether you're on the verge of retirement, you're in empty mess, you've already retired, you're, you're in the early parts of your career, whatever it is. I think a lot of us would like direction in life. And so the question for us today in the midst of these blessings, right, is what if you can hear him? Like, seriously, like I think, imagine if you could actually hear his voice. Man, and you, you were looking at your future and you didn't know what to do and you wanted some direction and he gave that to you. Or you were just navigating the suffering of life like St. Peter talked about in the second reading and the various forms. And imagine if as you were suffering, you just knew he was with you because you could hear his voice. Like all of these blessings that I'm missing out on, 
I think we're all missing out on. We're just leaving that on the table in life. And a lot of it's connected to hearing his voice. And I'm like, what if you could just do some simple things in life that helped you hear God's voice and gave you access to all those blessings? Would that be worth listening for today? Open up the bulletin. That's where we are. God has already spoken. He wants to make it easy. Join with me on page 7. Page 7 inside the bulletin. Um, if you don't know, we are in a big series for the summer. It's called The Art of Living. I'll let you read page 7 on your own. Um, but I do want to draw your attention to box number 4 on the bottom of page 7. Box 4, you can always access the other teachings that we've already had or that we will have on our website that can be delivered to your phone. If that's interested to you, that's a resource that we can provide for you. But look at box number one, top of page seven. Box number one. This comes from today's gospel. Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Okay, God is saying to us today, in today's gospel, he came so that you may have life and he wants abundance for you. Now, that, that, that doesn't mean a prosperity gospel. We'll unpack what that means today. But, but Jesus Christ essentially is saying, hey, I'm not dead. Jesus is not a historical figure 2,000 years ago who did some awesome things. You know, we don't watch the gospel like a movie, like a good Netflix binge series. Like, oh, that was awesome. No, Jesus is real. He's alive right now. And he is inside your life, your family, your questions, your head, your heart. All that's here, all that's here. Jesus is real. And Jesus wants to speak to us. He wants us to know his voice. And if we are going to have life, then he wants to teach us how to live. Thus, that's the series we're in. And we're just going to start with one day, which is the Sabbath. And so we are in the third week of learning about the Sabbath and how we might keep the Sabbath day holy and what we can do to actually experience God on the Sabbath. Flip the page over to page 8. Right? How is it that we can keep the Sabbath holy and hear the Lord's voice? Box number six, page eight. Let's start now with the readings. Jesus today talks about being a shepherd, right? In John chapter 10, verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. 6.2, he says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Okay, th this is God. God says, I have a voice. I'm not invisible. God has a face. I'm not silent. God says, I have a voice. And he wants you to know his voice. Now, how is it that we can come to know his voice? Look at 6.4 from Romans. I quote, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. All right, so every time that we come to Mass on the Sabbath, 
you and I hear God's voice through many things, but let's just start with the readings, right? Look at 7.1, the readings at Mass. When you came to Mass, you hear the Bible. Let us remind ourselves, what is the Bible? 7.1, Hebrews says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern the reflections and thoughts of the heart. End quote. Right? The author of Hebrews says this. He says, The Word of God is like a scalpel. Better translation here. In the hands of a surgeon. And the surgeon takes the scalpel. And he knows exactly where to go. Some of us are dealing with just like closed doors in life, closed doors in your family, closed doors at work. You don't know where to go. You've reached an impasse with something in your life. You don't know what the solution is. The surgeon takes the scalpel. He takes the scalpel. And he, when he gives it to us, when we hear the word of God, it cuts the heart and unlocks ah, the door. So we don't know where to go sometimes in situations. Well, he does. And he uses his word to unlock the heart. Some of you, you need direction. You've reached a point in life where you don't know if you should go here or here. You just don't know what to do. Big situations, small situations. He does. The surgeon takes the scalpel and he unlocks the path for you to know where you should go. The Word of God. This sacred Word right here. You can trust these words. It's not like these words, but you know, I saw something on Facebook. It was a nice post. It was from Oprah, and it had some other things. That's some wisdom, too. And then there was something over here, and it was from a a 17th century painter, and he had some good things to say. Okay, these words come from him. He has all the blessings. And one way that we can access everything he wants to give you now is to hear his words in our hearts. Now, we, we all miss Father Rick George. I, I miss Father Rick George. He was with us many Sundays. Many of you remember him. He was here for a, a retreat. So was Father John Burns and Teresa was here. Many of you have gone on a retreat or had an experience of God. Every time you go on a retreat, people ask all the time, how do I keep this going? And what I tell people all the time when they go on a retreat is this. Retreats aren't magic. Three things happen on a retreat. Number one, you have a desire for God. Number two, God has a desire for you. And the retreat, Grand Isle, the beach, the silence, the spiritual direction. It's a favorable environment for number one and number two to come together. You have a desire for God. God has a desire for you. The retreat is a favorable environment for the first two things to come together. And the secret of life is to know 
that we all have a desire for God. You wouldn't be here if you didn't want God. And God has a desire for you. And sometimes the key in life is to create the favorable environment so that our desire for God and God's desire for us can come together. And so if we want to hear God, sometimes it's just about putting the favorable environment together so that we can hear his voice. Let me give you an example. Let's imagine that there were 800 people in this church, and it's packed, and it's really loud, and everybody's talking, right? It's really, really loud. And you're over there in the back corner, and you're trying to speak to me, and I'm not looking at you. I don't know where you are, and it's loud. Am I going to be able to hear your voice? No. Now watch this. Let's imagine I'm looking you right in the eye. And even though it's loud, I got my eyes locked on you. And I can see you speaking. And even if I can't hear you, I can, I can make out what you're saying because I'm looking at you. Our eyes help our ears. Every time you come to Mass, as we're learning how to keep it holy, I, I can see it. Man, when we sit in the pew Sunday after Sunday, I can see your faces. Man, a lot going on up here. Life. How do you hear God at Mass? What you do is you take your ear, now watch this, and you, like a magnet, make sure, watch my eyes, you see I'm looking at Jesus, just like the example just now, and read the readings, right? So if, if, if I already know that Jesus is going to be talking about a shepherd, if I already know that the second reading today, Peter is saying something about suffering, oh, okay, I'm walking in the Mass, I know the readings, I can locate my heart, and as I sit in the pew, my ear is automatically a little bit more attuned to what he might say. Read the readings before you go to Mass. If you just do that, that will begin to create the favorable environment. Number two, box number 10. Listen to Dr. Brant Petrie's commentary every Monday. Many of you heard the gospel and Jesus said, he is the gate. What does that mean? What's a sheepfold? Dr. Brent Preacher is one of the most brilliant scripture scholars in the country. And he offers a commentary every Monday. Every Monday he releases something new. He walks you through all of the readings. Now there's a subscription and you can get that through that QR code. Look at box number 10. If you don't know what that image is, ask your great grandchildren. All right. They know what a QR code is. If you know what that means, great. If you don't, find somebody under the age of 12. They'll tell you everything you need to know about how to use a phone, all right? But that QR code will take you to Dr. Brant Petrie's website. You can get a subscription, and you can, every Monday, it'll be delivered to you. It takes 20 to 30 minutes to listen to it. Many of you drive. Maybe one of those drive, you just listen to Dr. Petrie. He's going to tell you everything you need to know about the scriptures every week. Now, I believe in this so much. Listen to me. If you can't afford it, I will pay for it out of my own money for one year. My email address is on the back of the bulletin. Take me up on it. If you can't afford his annual subscription, I, out of my own money, will pay for it. Email me. 
every Monday, he's going to do a better job than anybody else in the world helping make the scriptures relevant to you. Number three. Now this, I can tell you, changed my life. I did this when I was in Washington, D.C., some version of this, and this is the reason I went to the seminary. Look at box number 11. It's called a mass journal. Back in the day, I had a little assignment pad. And this is what you do. At mass, you bring it with you. And the only time you ever write it in it is at mass. At the end of the homily, after you've heard the readings, and maybe something or maybe something didn't happen in the homily for you, but during the collection, you write down a word or two. What did God say to you? Then, after you receive communion, you sit in a pew, listen. Close your eyes, listen, and ask God to say something to you. And then, before you stand up for the closing prayer, write it down. And this is what's going to happen. I did that in 2005 when I was in Washington, D.C., lost as ever, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I started doing that at Mass. And this is what I saw. You ready? I saw the word trust. Follow me. Surrender. All this happened at Mass. I was just like you, just nothing major. Just I had a sense God was telling me this. Then he started saying things like, you've known this before. I did that for three months, and then I started looking every day. I was like, man, there's a theme here. If you do these three things, I 100% guarantee you, 100% guarantee that you will be closer to God and you will begin to hear his voice. Now, here's what's at stake. There's going to be a day when we are going to see him. And now, three things are going to happen. You are going to see him, and he is going to show you all of the blessings that he gave you. Number two, he is going to show you all of the blessings that you missed. And number three, he is going to look you in the eye and say on April 30th, 2023, I gave you a blueprint. And either we are going to look back at him and say, yeah, and I followed it. Or he's going to say on April 30th, 2023, I gave you a blueprint and you still missed out on all of this. He is offering you his voice, his presence, his love, his mercy. He's offering you a more abundant life. And today, he's offering you three simple things that you can do to create a favorable environment that every time you come to Mass. And if you do those things, he guarantees you that your life will be more abundant, that you will have more direction and meaning in your life, and that you will hear his voice. My prayer for all of us today is that we might take some simple steps, simple things to reclaim the art of living, to reclaim the Sabbath, and to hear his voice at Mass. And if we do that, God will change our life. The question for us today 
is do you want that? Do you want all those blessings? Do you want the more that God has to offer? Amen.